Joining us on the program today, Cooper Mosley in the studio. Cooper, always good to have you on, and we've got a good show today. Hey, thanks for having me, George. Always happy to be back. All right, we have uh, Dan Turner, the Director of Operations for Chickasha Public Schools. Dan, thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks for having us, George. And we have Jerry Don Bray, Athletic Director for Chickasha Schools. So, Jerry Don, good to have you always. Glad so, to be back. Thanks, yes. sir. All right, a lot to talk about this morning, and... Uh, we've all seen the progress, or I hope most of us have seen what's going on at the at the high school uh, campus, uh, Dan, and with the passage of the big bond issue uh, last fall. Uh, they've been working pretty hard the last couple, three months, and have made a lot of progress out there. The crew that we have out at the high school, Field Turf, they have done an excellent job. They come in at 7 o'clock every morning, and they work seven days a week, and shut down at maybe seven at night and so they're continuously working on that field and people in Chickasha are going to be proud to see the product that we're going to have at the football field not only the football field but the track the events uh, that we're going to be able to host uh, in the upcoming years uh, it's going to be awesome all right uh, Cooper they even worked Easter Sunday <laughs> so that's commitment. No kidding. So they, they, uh, I don't know, the initial completion time was like the first part of July. So are they early of their uh, deadline, you think? Or We're about two weeks ahead of schedule. Mm -hmm. And in reality, I really think by the time the, pro the project is completed, uh, we'll be about three weeks ahead of schedule. But one thing you've got to look at is they have not had to deal with any storms uh, we haven't had rain in how long, you know, a lot of rain. So it's uh, been great to that standpoint so they could continue to work. Right. Jerry, the field looks great. Uh, the, all the field turf is in. They got yeah. that done this week. Yeah, they're um, uh, finishing the stitching on the uh, end zones and the numbers and the hash marks and all that stuff. So it's a pretty cool process. Uh, myself and Dan and Mr. Croslin have been out there every day checking on the progress. And um I think a, a big credit to everything that's going on in our school district is uh, Mr. Croslin's um, vision and his progressive attitude and, and the way that he uh, uh, conducts a business every day. You know, he tells me and Dan, hey, if we're, if we're coming to work and we're twiddling our thumbs, we're not doing our job. Um, we're here to make this place better. So he's passed, you know, two bond issues now and uh, really addressed some things that needed to be addressed within our school system and uh, the stadium uh, was one of those, and uh, the turf and, and the track upgrades, uh, you know, is expensive, but uh, it was it was past due for for our school system. Right, and I just can't believe they I can't got they got that turf down in like just three or four days. We're talking about 120 yards long and what 50 yards wide. I don't know how many square feet that is, but it's a lot. <laughs> it, it's a process that you wouldn't imagine you just have to sit in the stands and watch them sew the turf together and one thing that is very interesting to watch is when they're putting the numbers into the field they have to cut out those pieces and then sew in the numbers and even the hash marks when that field came in it just had our yard marks the long yard marks every five yards the goal line and the 20s marked in different colors but uh then they had to go in and put in the hash marks and sew them in and it's a very delicate process and george what i what i've enjoyed is 
pulling up, walking out on the field, checking the progress, and we have community members parked in the baseball parking lot just watching the process. I, I really think our community uh, loves what is transpiring, what's taking place, and and they're going to be proud. And, you know, Jerry Don talked about Mr. Croslin. He's got as much Chickasha pride as we do, and he's wanting to see our school district, district-wide, just expand and become uh, a place that people want to have their kids attend. And uh, this is a, a good springboard for that. So, uh, Cooper, you've seen the work over at the old Little League field. I guess yeah. you played a few games there uh, when you just were young, a I guess. Yeah, I, I played machine pitch on those fields. That's how long it's been. So, uh, But that area is going to be uh, a track and field events for, like, uh, the long jump and the high jump and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and we, done, right? we actually have uh, four long jump pits. So uh, we have two runways that run north and south. So when we host events, they can um, always jump with the wind. Same with the pole vault. Um, you're not going to have to go into the wind, which with pole vault can be kind of dangerous. So you want to have the wind at your back. Um, so that allows us the freedom to, to, to whatever climate or elements that we have to run or jump in that uh, um, we're, we're able to, to – you know, maximize those. Right. And there's an area for discus and shot put, right? Yeah. Two, two disc areas and two shot put areas. So what we're able to do is really get through the track meet faster and hold more people. So our, uh, track was six lanes. We went to eight lanes. So the difference between six and eight lanes, when you're running, uh, so many events like a track meet holds with 500 participants that can knock down up to about three or four hours off the total time of a track meet uh, just by having those two extra lanes. So what we're able to do is on the shot put, we can have uh, girls throwing on one, boys throwing on another. Same with the long jump. We can have girls on one, boys on another, and we can really run through those field events pretty quick. And we might talk about uh, the track team has to be on the road for all their all their meets because – they don't have a track to run on this year. Right? Well, our so. track, uh, uh, I think it was redone somewhere around 2000. Uh, track yeah. track surfaces are 10 to 12 years shelf life. So we were well over that. So we haven't hosted a track meet in um, five uh, years, oh, three or four years. Yeah. Just because our track surface was so bad, we couldn't really couldn't justify running on it anymore. Um, so it needed to be addressed anyways. And when we addressed it, we did it right. We put curbs in. We've never had curbs on our track, um, which keeps the asphalt from washing out and the track surface from washing out. So we have proper drainage. We have curbs. Uh, we have the best surface that, you know, money can buy. We have Bynum Sports doing our track, which is uh, uh, put track surfaces in Alabama, Oregon, uh, Texas. So Oh, you and OSU, I think, too, right? Correct, yeah. correct. Also, you know, Field Turf just did Oklahoma State's field um, uh, last summer. So we, we feel like we have a, a really good company that we're working with. We've been really impressed with, uh, like you said, the guys were working on Easter. Well, they're up here from uh, – the crews are all from the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So, it's either work or sit at the hotel. So, yeah. they'd rather get out and work. And those guys work from sunup to sundown. And uh, we really feel like we picked the right company for us. And, and these guys are exceeding expectations. Right. And like Dan said, the weather's been perfect, really, especially this week. So, uh, it's and it's getting better. So, uh we, we like that. So, I mentioned the track team. They're having to do all their practices and stuff. Do they do practice here? Or the bridge, so, so, we practice, Creek, right? yeah, we practice on a, uh, just a field. Mm -hmm. 
um, a couple days a week, and then a couple days a week we take our middle school and our high school over to Bridge Creek, which uh, their athletic director, their superintendent is great. I said, hey, do we, you know, when we knew we were going to tear our track up, um, we knew that they had just put a new track in. So I called their athletic director and said, hey, uh, here's our situation. He said, you guys come on up. And I said, hey, do we, you know, we'll, we'll rent it or whatever. And he said, don't worry about it. We've been in the same situation. So um, big shout out to those guys, very professional um, and very hospitable to, to us in this uh, time where we're trying to upgrade some things. Cooper, what else do you have any questions these guys as far as the new construction's going? Absolutely. I was thinking about the uh, throwing areas and the jumping areas. Are those all going to be turf as well, or are we going to have natural grass there? No, it's just going to be grass. And, and right. the cool thing about it is uh, we put some, some natural berms up, okay. uh, some dirt piles. I saw so, those yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, we're going to spray a grass, a hydro seed, and, uh, and we're working on getting um, – irrigation to those right now and so we're going to water it we're going to maintain it um and those berms are going to be cool because fans and spectators can can sit on those berms and and have a good seat to watch the field events that's fantastic and uh when you guys pour the new track is it going to still be open to the public or is it just going to be completely private now no we're shutting that dude off no i'm just kidding uh, uh we're, we're working on um trying to find some hours that we can open it or or have a schedule because the community passed the bond right and and we have walkers that come up every day and walk in the activity center um bond money paid for our activity center so we want the community to have access to things but at the same time we also want to take care of our Absolutely. facilities so you know if, if kids get out there on bikes or, or people are pushing strollers um, on the track surface, it really wears it down and tears it up. So we just got to be diligent in getting that message across to, hey, we, we want you to come. Just please make sure we're watching the kids and we're taking care of stuff. and um, Enjoy it, but respect it. Absolutely. Yep. That's we will have signs out that will show, hey, track is available from this time to this time. And uh, one good thing about this facility that that we have going is we also have a sidewalk that goes around the entire track. Oh, fantastic. And so every patron will be able to go around the sidewalk during a football game. Uh, if you like following the action and you're one of those people that want to just follow the action up and down the sideline, you're going to be able to stay right against a fence, lean on a fence, and, and uh, just be wherever you want to be. But uh, one of the things that we looked for when we had this designed was we wanted – individuals to be able to get around the entire field and be able to have a fence in front of them where they could just follow the action and having a sidewalk totally around that complex has changed everything and so it's going to be in my mind it's one of the best facilities in the state and talking to some track people last week we showed them what we have and without a doubt they said we're going to have one of the best facilities in the state. Uh, the school board just passed some uh, revisions to the bond to build a storage shed, I guess, over by the track yeah, and field we, events. And yeah, we had the storage uh, building in in uh, our spec of work already. But when we started uh, looking at it, we needed it to be a little bigger so that we had to do a change order on that. We're going to have a building that's um, 25 by 40 foot. That way we're going to store our uh, hurdles for track, uh, all our pits, uh, for the high jump and the and the pole vault in there, as well as our football 
um, equipment, uh, dummies, uh, gator, yard markers, pylons, all that good stuff for football practice and games. So we're, it'll be a track football storage area. All right. Um, and I think last time, Dan, you guys were on, uh, talked about the, the turf by the uh, Sam Rayburn weight room, put some turf there, and also a, some additional sidewalk was added, right? That's, yeah. that's correct. We did – uh, bring in a player development area that sets right in between the weight room and the locker room. And, you know, it's a great addition uh, to our athletic department because coaches that are in the weight room, you can now go outside, pull sleds on that player development area. You can do all your, your agility drills. Um, you could do all your plyometrics. Whatever you need to do out on that field, you now have the capability of doing that. And one of the sidewalks that was included in the change order uh, this past Monday night was a sidewalk that will connect the sidewalk from the weight room. There's a sidewalk that sets on the east side of the weight room and runs to the football locker room. We had a gap right by the player performance area. And so we're now going to put a sidewalk there to join the two sidewalks. And so it's going to, it's going to be great. And then the other change order was just adding some gates. Um, when you're first developing a design, you're always, the further you get into the project, you think, man, I wish I would have put a gate here, or I wish I would have put a gate here. So basically that's what that last change order was on gates was just we realized that we didn't have as many gates as we needed to in the right places. So that's what that change order was. So what's – go ahead. One thing we, we hadn't talked about yet, George, is uh, Chigshay loves football. And they come out and support. And they're going to be in uh, for just awesome scenery with the football field and how everything's manicured and how it looks. It's going to be a big change, especially when we get the stadium project rolling. But the scoreboard and the sound uh, is going to be a game changer. Second I mean, to none. It is awesome. Um, me and Dan and, and Rick and, and Coach Mulder all got to go up to uh, Mustang to, to hear a demo for their, their, their board that they use at their stadium. And the sound is going to be night and day from what we've had. Uh, so that just – it makes the game day environment a little better, um, you know, when, when the teams are warming up and running out of the tunnel and, you know, big plays. You're going to be able to hear everything very crisply. It's all going to come from the board. Um, and then the board having uh, instant replay capabilities, uh, commercial capabilities, it's going to be a game changer. It's going to be really awesome, and it's going to uh, change the, the dynamics of a Chickasha football atmosphere. So who runs the video scoreboard and all that? Who's going to be in charge of the replays? Is well, that <laughs> so we have our, um, our tech uh, coordinator, David Schwartz, is kind of – he's working on – uh, everything right now as far as uh, running, you know, we're, we're working on running fiber and, and getting all the, the kinks worked out. But the board is going to be up here in a couple of weeks. So once that gets up and we're able to start playing with it, that'll help. But uh, the goal is to have a production class within the high school. Awesome. And have kids be able to help uh, run that board and run the boards that we have in the basketball gym. So um, that's all in the works. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of details that need to be addressed before that can happen. That's new to me. I didn't know we were getting a jumbotron. That is one fantastic. step below Sooner Vision. Hey, no, I don't know how big it's, is it. How it's big uh, is it? it's twenty by thirty six foot. 
so it'd be 20 foot wide cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 20 foot tall by 36 foot wide okay. and um you, you know when we've been talking with the sign company about putting the piers in that's fixing to happen april the 21st is when the piers are going in the ground 60 foot steel beams but the hole is six foot in diameter by 18 foot deep and so those that that board's never going anywhere it ain't moving <laughs> no, no, it's there for life. We should have a little uh, watch party when that goes in there. That'll be, and I'm sure there's going to be some type of grand opening once this all is done before the football season starts this fall. Yeah, we we've talked about you know something like that. We we don't know what's in the works. I'm sure Mr. Croslin will have his yeah. hand in that. But uh, we're really really excited for the sound, the board, the turf, the stands, the track events, the track surface. Um, it really just gives everything a facelift. It uh, that turf pops. That purple next to, to next to the green turf is uh, is pretty cool. Um, it's it's just been exciting to be a part of the design and be in the room for some of these conversations. Uh, so it's been it's been awesome for me as a fighting chick to to see all this stuff take place. It's so exciting as a, I guess you would say, somewhat recent grad. Uh, it's been eight years, but I would have loved yeah, to see Yeah, you're an old man stuff. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, which brings me to my point. Uh, being an old man, you know, I, I was playing soccer. I tore my ACL on some bad turf. Uh, is this a turf that is the uh, injury resistant, like a concussion protocol? Well, I don't know if any turf's uh, injury resistant or any field, but uh, we feel very confident in this turf and and doing our research and due diligence and getting something that's safe for our kids um all the research uh shows that the uh the infill within the turf meaning the sand and the rubber is what absorbs the contact and what right. makes it playable um so, so just just, just like on a turf no just like a field you know the better the soil the better it's going to play. So if you play on a, a grass field that has really good soil and is being maintained, is going to be a lot safer than some clay that you play oh, on, you know. So uh, they're going to bring in 90,000 tons of sand and rubber to put in the turf. So uh, that that's what absorbs the blow. That's a, what absorbs the cushion and, and makes it playable. So uh, like well, I said – will that take place, do you know? Uh, yeah, uh, next this week. This coming week. Mm -hmm. Next Monday, they're going to begin that. And it takes about four days. That's fantastic. That'll be interesting to watch. Here's one thing that we're leaving out. Also, a part of that infill is what is called cool play. And this cool play, once they put that down, it's a rubber also. It is to It works to bring the temperature of that plane surface we're talking in the heat of the summer, down 30 degrees. And so anytime you can reduce the plane surface by 30 degrees, especially on a hot turf, it's going to be to the benefit of our students. So, you know, typically if it's 100 degrees outside like it is in August when we first start practice or 106 or whatever, um, uh, the, the turf would get, you know, if it doesn't have – cool play and it, it would it would be about 30 degrees above that so it'd be 130 on the playing surface so with the cool play is just going to be 100 so technology is a wonderful thing isn't it <laughs> it is it is <laughs> all right so uh we'll stay tuned because we'll have more details about this uh when all this comes about but it's been exciting and if you've seen pictures that doesn't do it justice you got to go see it in person it's just amazing and 
Folks are really going to love it. And, and George, that, that stadium is open. If you come in by the ticket booth area, hey, we welcome people to go up into the stands and sit there and just overlook the field and, and look at how much it's changed uh, just in the last couple of months. It's been exciting. Uh, let's move on to some other school-rated things, uh, Dan. Um, We've talked about electric buses coming to Chickasha and a little bit late in coming, Cooper, but uh, I guess they're going to be here pretty soon. I'm internal combustion engine till I die. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cooper, you have to look at the technology. Uh, you know it's fixing to all change. And uh, so, you know, we were fortunate to receive a grant from the EPA, Clean Bus Grant, and those buses – uh, the expected arrival date is April the 28th, and Chickasha will be receiving five of those buses, and at the current moment, we are preparing for the chargers to come into the bus department, and so we're getting those wired up and uh, getting everything done that we need to get done for the arrival of these electric buses, and I, I'm excited, and I want to drive one of them. I've driven one before. Uh, it, it's Our bus drivers are not going to realize how quiet these buses are. And, George, just to be honest with you, from when I drove one in Oklahoma City, the only difference that I did notice was the quiet, how quiet the bus was. Yeah, no motor noise. Right, sure. no motor noise whatsoever. So you're going to be able to hear every student on that bus. Not uh, that you couldn't before. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. The regener regenerative braking is what's different uh, in those electric buses. Once you let off of the accelerator, the bus starts stopping. And you can adjust that. We can adjust that on the computer programming of the bus. If we have a bus driver that would like to not have as much braking when they let off the accelerator, we can adjust that through the program and make it fit them. And will they be in use before the end of school? We hope so. Mm -hmm. I hope to have uh, our five drivers that are receiving those buses. I hope to have those guys in there before the end of the year so they can just get used to them. And um, I know our drivers are excited to uh, have some new buses coming in. Uh, but at the same time, it's, it's going to be different for them going from a gas bus or a diesel bus to the electric bus for the electric for the electric buses uh are you guys just gonna do like in-city routes with them or you take them to ball games or anything like that just a route bus okay uh these these buses will have a 120 mile radius battery uh so we'll run our morning route then we'll put them on for a quick charge which will get them back to 80 percent of the normal capacity and they will just stay in town they'll just be a route bus perfect that's what I was concerned about just, you know, with EV. That's the only downside to it. Until the, until the technology gets a lot better and we have charging stations throughout on every uh, major roadway, uh, those will continue to stay in town. Okay. Uh, what's going on at Lincoln School? Uh, they've seen a bunch of big dirt piles over there. So what's, uh, what's happening over there? Well, George, when we started the construction on the football field, the guys had to take 22 inches of soil off of the football field. And in realizing that at Lincoln Elementary, it sets in a flood zone. 
and we know the FEMA standards we had to bring, we're going to have to bring in soil and raise that soil up before we're able to build that safe shelter at Lincoln. And so we stock, we're stockpiling dirt because dirt's expensive. Mm. And while we had an abundance of dirt and we needed to take dirt to Lincoln just to stockpile it for when we begin construction on the safe room at Lincoln on the safe gym. And when will that be? Beyond, to be honest with you, we are applying for some FEMA grants and we cannot do any construction on that area can't even turn a shovel until you get that fema money and so we're trying to wait to see if we are going to get uh, money from fema that will help offset some of the cost and so that's the only thing we're waiting on right now and what else is a part of the bond issue that passed anything else oh there's tons of things Um, we could have a whole other show on that, couldn't we? Correct. <laughs> we, we could. I, I mean, we're looking at um, parking lots, uh, putting a new parking lot, visitor and staff parking lot at Grand, uh, just on the west side of Grand, basically setting on 16th Street. That will be a parking lot, uh, and we're hoping that we're able to get that put in this summer. Uh, we're also looking at putting a small parking lot at Middle School, If you remember where Bagwells used to set, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that area will become a staff parking lot. And so we know at each one of our schools, there is very little visitor parking. And so if we can do, you know, build small parking lots here and there to help our visitors out, help our community out, uh, when they're coming to one of our schools, it just gives them space up front. Um, that will make it easier for those guys that are coming in to visit our schools. Before we go, Cooper, I wanted to mention that uh, graduation is coming up May 19th. Uh, I think there's less than 30 days of school left, and I know everybody's exciting, <laughs> counting them down, but May 19th, and a big number of graduates, so like 185 potential graduates. So that's it's a big that's class. A good it's a very big class. Yeah, he asked me if we were in the brink of going to 5A again, and uh, I think it's going to be close. We've been the top, uh, you know, six or seven of 4A, kind of kind of right around there. But at the same time, we're growing. The other schools are growing, are growing as well uh, that are kind of in the same uh, area that we are as far as uh, Newcastle and, and Tuttle and Blanchard. They're all growing and, and we're growing. And even Elgin is now 5A. Yeah, Elgin's 5A. Yeah. I, I knew we were always the smallest 5A when I was there, but we were always going to be the biggest 4A if we dropped. So yeah, I knew yeah. we were on the line. Yep. That's where we're at. All so right. we'll see when the numbers All come right. out. Jerry Don, thanks for coming in. Appreciate thanks, it. Sir. Always Appreciate good to it. see you. Dan, thank you for coming in. Thank you, George. Cooper, thanks a lot. Looking always happy to, to be here.